Hello everybody, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And you're listening to Back Up For Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 4, The Killing Fields. Okay, so we kind of open... We have our 15 seconds. Oh, shoot. Okay. (laughs) Well, you go first since they're so important to you. (laughs) Are they? (laughs) If we must. Let me get my little timer. We have a reward challenge for chickens and kucha wins, and then there's a huge pig issue, huge pig issue. Then there's an immunity challenge and kucha wins again, and then there's two ties at tribal, but Mitchell goes home. Wow, you even had some time to spare on that. Yeah, but I didn't want to go into it more or I would not succeed. Okay. Ready? Uh Uh-huh. The first thing is reward challenge for chickens, which is a giant nine-piece slide puzzle. Kucha wins um, by the pig issue. Carly means that Scoopin literally kills a wild boar. Um, and then we have an immunity challenge, which is basically a trivia challenge. Kucha also wins that. Oh, and apparently and we, we don't have a vote. So Stop. Great. And it wasn't like there was anything significant that happened at survival or anything, so. Cool. <laughs> we'll just gloss over that part. Mm-hmm. The important thing to note is that um, Kucha is kicking Hogakor's ass. So Quoted by Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, usually we do start out with a little bit of camp life, and this kind of emphasized Tina, which is nice to see since we haven't seen much of Tina in the previous... Since who is Tina? Right, you know? <laughs> right. Well, who is Mitchell, am I right? Um, but yeah, Tina was noticing that the younger people in the tribe were kind of banding together, and she felt like an outsider, which was interesting. Foreshadowing. Yeah. We are kind of operating under the assumption that everyone's re-watching these with us and not watching them for the first time, so... We apologize if you are. Skip ahead 15 seconds if you don't know what happens. But given that Tina ends up winning, um, and we know Ogakor is most of the final... Members, Jury, yeah. Um, they are gonna get a turnaround some somewhere in here, but I Not don't know today. when it's coming. <laughs> Not today. Um, yeah. So Tina feeling like an outsider is interesting because towards the end she's very much the one that everybody likes because I don't think people are quite at a point yet in Survivor where they're bringing people that are easy beats to the end. Mm-hmm. Jerry seems to be going on and on about how she thinks what she said at Tribal Council the week before or, well, our week, but her night before, Jeff asked her who her friends were on the tribe, and Mm -hmm. she started listing people, and it very obviously left out Keith and and Tina. Tina. But that does make sense. And Marianne, I think. Right. But that was irrelevant. (laughs) Wow. One week (laughs) out, and irrelevant. Would you say Cal's irrelevant now? Absolutely not. Yes. We miss you daily. Kylie falls asleep thinking about what could have been if Kel had not gotten voted. You know, he's on our list of of uh, lost but not forgotten, so. <laughs> we, yeah. He's on our sleeper list yeah. in that everyone, who, no one told us about Kel. No. We had to go find him back in the Survivor archives ourselves. Exactly. Quite rude. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jer- Jerry says that her identifying her friends at Tribal was really stupid and that it didn't put her in a very good position. I mean, in theory, yes, but she's in the majority I don't think anybody else who she called out was thinking that. Oh, interesting. I kind of took another direction with that, which was that people already hated her, so this probably didn't make that much of an impact. Well, along the same lines, it didn't make much of an impact regardless. <laughs> like, I just don't think it was as big of a deal as she's making it out to seem. Whereas, like, yes, name-dropping alliance members or people that you feel good about in the future definitely is a hindrance. 
it's so funny to me to compare like these seasons to current seasons because in current seasons people seem like they don't give enough thought to what their position is in the tribe whereas here like she's not the only one she's freaking out about what one remark that she said people are freaking out about what they did in challenges scooping right. for some reason is oh, like losing his one. mind over what he's, he's like providing. i have to be the provider mm-hmm. we have to we have to like i have to fish for them when like at no point has anybody said oh i liked jerry up until her comment tribal last night or like, hey, like, I really like Scoopin, but he's not providing for us, so we need to vote him out. Exactly. And yet somehow it's in Scoopin's head that he has to provide. And it's in Jerry's head that she's not allowed to identify her friends. As if she doesn't do that daily. Right, by who camp. she hangs out with. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, that's normal, I feel like, for anybody. Like, I mean, yes, the young people are banding together, but we see that in seasons in the future. Like, And even in the past, it doesn't really matter what you say at Tribal Council. Kelly said repeatedly at Tribal Council who her alliance was, and then went and hung out with her little girl gang on the beach or whatever. And it just pissed off her alliance, not the girl gang. And it's gang. not because she said anything. No. It's because her... Oh, this this one's good. No one's ever thought of this before, right? Mm. Actions speak louder than words. Mind blown. <laughs> I am mind blown right now. <laughs> Tune in next week for some more um, really original Life wisdom. Quotes, yes. Yeah. So, we kind of move into... Reward they, Well, they find out that the war- reward's gonna be... Chicken. Chicken. And so, Kucha kind of, like, starts building a coop. Yeah. Prematurely. And Kimmy was like, well, I'll just help them win it because I know they want chicken. <laughs> I'm gonna be real salty for this um, section of the podcast, so I apologize in advance <laughs> for my future comments. Same disclaimer we made last week, which is that we don't actually have a problem with people who don't eat meat. No. Or people who are even beyond that and are vegan. Because I think Kimmy's vegan, not just vegetarian. Because she was complaining about the eggs, too. She only commented on being a vegetarian, so I don't Mm. know. Maybe I have it just mixed up. But, yeah. Anyway, so that's not the issue. I have no issue with that. I have an issue with Kimmy. The way that she handles it. Yeah. Kylie hates Kimmy, and Kimmy also happens to be a vegetarian. Kimmy probably hates me, too, so it's okay. I I haven't met Kimmy, and I can pretty much tell you that's probably, Mm -hmm. probably true. I'd eat the chicken, so therefore I'm a monster. Yes. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Then, so we get to the chicken reward, and it, there's something that indicates that it's probably going to be a puzzle of some kind. It's yeah. just like slide into victory or something like that. Yeah, right? p- they were talking about pieces, I think. Yeah, so we knew it was going to be a puzzle. It's this giant slide puzzle. Yeah, and yeah. Hannah and I thought, because it was kind of a small ish slide puzzle, like, you know, you there could only fit nine three. Pieces. Yeah, you could fit like three people on each side of the square. So we were like, "Oh, someone's gonna be blindfolded, and they're gonna be like collar and call out like which way to move the pieces." No, it's just a slide puzzle where they all work together. Which turned out to like not really be as simple as we would have otherwise anticipated. Right, for especially since Ogakor refused to speak to each other. Yeah, they were pretty silent. Yeah, but Colby's face said it all. He was just not having it with his tribe. <laughs> So, not surprisingly, Kucha ends up winning, which is their first reward challenge in a while. Yeah. And I do give Kimmy props for her Yeah, active... she really chimed in kind of at yes, the end. Yes, her and... active participation. I feel like with slide puzzles, you either intuitively know how they work or you don't. Yeah. And so if you're on Those a... Those are rough. And if you're on a tribe with people who don't really know how they work, then yeah, even if you're the obnoxious person, like Kimmy, you gotta step up and kind of just take the reins on it because nobody else is gonna... 
Like, I could stare at a slide puzzle for... If I ever go on Survivor, that's the thing I'm practicing before I go out into the wilderness. I used to try to do them on, like, laptop during, like, class or, you know, studying or watching TV, stuff like that. And if the picture isn't, like, distinct, like, each piece is definitely a distinct piece. Like, if it's, like, a sunset, you know, like, you can't tell those pieces apart. But if it's, like, a legit picture, it's okay. And, like, Mm. the picture that they gave them was drawn by a... Yeah, they had, like, the framed edges, so you could kind of tell the exact position of every piece. Yeah, but slide puzzles are hard. A matter of getting it there. Yeah, but that's what's crazy to me, is, like, they have much larger slide puzzles later on. This was nine pieces. Right. Larger as in more pieces, not larger as in size. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, Kucha wins, to no one's surprise. Um, Kimmy mentions that she would prefer that they won some edamame or some tofu. Mm-hmm. Um, which I pointed out while we were watching. I've never, I don't have any personal knowledge of this because mm. I've never been to the Australian Outback, mm-hmm. but I don't think that edamame and tofu just are in the wilderness out there. Mm. Um, so it seems like a tall order, mm-hmm. personally. Right. Jeff probably was at least able to scrounge up chickens easier than um, tofu and edamame mm-hmm. on the... Yeah, and again, I'm not an expert. Mm-hmm. Just my thoughts. So, then the next morning we wake up, Scoopin's ready for, like, he he woke up and chose violence. Oh, yeah. Like, you could see it in his eyes. He had nothing else going for him. He was holding a knife like he was in a friggin' murder documentary or something, like, kind of advancing on the chicken, and Nick and, um, Roger were both, like... Hold on. Not everyone's awake. People aren't awake. We don't know what our plan for today is yet. Like, why is the assumption immediately, like, I will kill this chicken? This chicken is going to die right now. And I don't actually have any evidence that he ever put the knife down between (laughs) then and slaughtering the boar. So, who knows? Yeah, so they killed the rooster, which, I mean, in my opinion, was a good move because it was already making noise that morning. And my my guess is that they're not sleeping very well regardless. Yeah, no, Scoopin was um, on one and he had a mission. And he was really obsessed with his contributions and his position and all of that in the tribe this um, episode, he keeps talking about how, you know, it's really not good that they got these chickens because the tribe is going to realize that they don't really need him for a food source. So that's why he wants to kill the chickens as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. to ensure that their food source runs out again. So they all look to him for uh, more. Yeah, scoop and save us. Save us. Which is, I mean, he should probably be in therapy or something because his need to be needed is like, Real high. And apparently his need to kill is very high, because there was a pig sighting. Yeah, Scoopin emerges out of nowhere as being this, like, bloodthirsty mobster. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. We got some um, Lord of the Flies vibes from him <laughs> in this episode. Mm-hmm. He might be a psychopath. Yeah, he and Mike kind of corner this boar in, like, the, the brush. And of... he stabs it in the neck. Many times. Repeatedly. And then smears the pig's blood across his cheeks. And lit- like football stripes. Right. And literally everybody who came over to watch what was going on was mortified by the, the crime scene that took place. Yeah. Which I was telling Kylie while we watched, I would not be opposed to eating a pig if like that was truly what you had going for you. Yeah. Um, I thought he killed it. Unnecessarily. 
I don't think there was a reason for him to kill it. I don't think that the way he killed it was the most humane option. It kind of horrified me. Yeah. And he was, like, reveling in it. Like, he wasn't... Because, you know, like, Jeff Varner and Nick were also there, but they were kind of like, ugh, like, that was it was pretty gross. Right. And Scoopin was like... No, he, he literally said, I feel better about my position now that I've made this kill. Like, he was pumped. Yeah. Pumped. A little, little creepy. Very weird to me. Um, I've liked Scoopin up until now, but he's, he's serving some much. weird vibes currently. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it tasted good. I'm sure the protein helped, the meat helped, but at what cost? Yeah. I don't know. That's the kind of thing you have nightmares about for like Especially years. if you witness it. Like Mike was right there. Yeah. Nick probably was scarred for life. Yeah. So then we kind of move into our immunity challenge, which is sort of a survival trivia challenge. Not survivor trivia challenge. Survival. Yeah. It was about like, oh, dangerous snakes and plants and things like that. Basically to see who had studied up on what before coming to the bush because it was all Australian outback related wilderness yeah. questions. And it ended up ending in a tie where they had a tiebreaker question. Mm-hmm. And so their tiebreaker nominees were Alicia and Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Mitchell did not have a great go of it. No. This but episode. Alicia also didn't answer anything right until the tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, so they both got the first tiebreaker question right, and then the second tiebreaker question, Alicia got it, and Mitchell didn't, thus mm-hmm. sending Ogakor yet again to tribal. to tribal for the third time in a row. Mm-hmm. And we don't really get much mention of who they wanted to vote out. Like, we kind of got bits and pieces of, oh, well, Many people are annoyed with Jerry's Jerry. annoying, or, you know, Keith is the older guy on the tribe, and... Which is funny because people... The person that Keith seems to be pissing off the most is Jerry. Mm-hmm. And Jerry's got her... Younger squad. Youth alliance, and so they're probably all... For lack of having someone else also going to vote Keith with Jerry. Well, plus, maybe it'll make Jerry more enjoyable if you get rid of the person who's pissing her off the most. Maybe. Or you could just kick off Jerry. That is That's an option. That's what I would do. That is an option. But then we find out in... Well, let's talk about tribal first. So, Colby says one of my favorite Colby quotes. He says, I, with this really impassioned kind of, like, tone and his face is just so serious. He says... I play to win, and nothing else is acceptable in any way. <laughs> oh, Colby. Which, again, fast forward if you haven't seen the end of it. But I said, it's strong words from the runner-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colby. And then Jeff eloquently um, lets Colby know. <laughs> He's like, I would just like to point out that Kucha is kicking your ass. And Colby looks pissed when yeah, he points it out. He's like, thank you so much, Jeff. <laughs> um... But yeah, they kind of just, you know, chit-chat. We don't really have much of, like... The real meat of the conversation comes later. Yeah, so they all vote. It ends up being a tie. And that's where we find out in the actual voting booth from Tina that there's been discussion Mm -hmm. on the way to Tribal, so we haven't seen it, hasn't been filmed, of voting someone else out, which is Mitchell, if that's the name she writes down. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're not really sure where this comes from, but we figure out that her and Keith and Colby all Mm -hmm. vote the same way, Mm -hmm. leaving... Amber, Jerry, and Mitchell voting for Keith mm-hmm. in a tie. First tie ever? First tie. Uh, I feel like it, there was a tie in the first season. So, yeah, first tie. We need to, like, review this shit. I know, we are not doing well. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, then the second time they vote, they can't 
or Mitchell and Keith can't vote. Oh, and Mitchell and Keith each get to say a little something about why they should stay. Keith went first and was like, I contribute. I really want to win for this tribe. Like, I work hard at, at camp and everything. And it was much less, like, a plead than just kind of like, here's I what do I this. bring to the tribe. Yeah. And then Mitchell was like, so I actually agree with everything Keith said. <laughs> and I really want this tribe to do well. And, like, I'm super weak. So, Yeah. And Jeff's like, okay, time to revote. <laughs> and I don't know that this says, so I think Mitchell's a little biatch. I'll just, you know, for even saying that. One, for feeling that way, because it's like, everybody feels weak. Duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then to like Colby's say clothes it, don't even fit him anymore. When you're, oh my gosh, he's, he, Colby wore the off-the-shoulder t-shirt before <laughs> it was cool. Um... But yeah, everyone's feeling weak. No one probably feels at the top of their game. And yet you're going to sit there when you're given a chance to plead your case when... And he said, I want to go further in this game. Like, I thought I would go far. And arguably, I think Colby might have flipped if Mitchell's speech had made it... Had given him a reason to do that at all. Yeah. But it didn't. And so I don't know whether that... Whether I look poorly, more poorly on Mitchell for doing that... Or for Jerry and Amber for continuing to vote for someone like that. It's loyalty. Or vote against someone like that. Yeah. But I don't think it's even... He wants to go home. He does. He His speech made it sound like, if I don't go home tonight, I'm quitting in the next few days. That's true. And I think My only defense can, for Jerry and Amber is maybe loyalty, but... I mean, I see it for Jerry, because she knows if she doesn't... Yeah. Like, the other group now doesn't like her. Yeah. Like, she'll be first out. Yeah. And, I mean, we don't know too much about tribe dynamic. Like, it seems like the young people do kind of hang out. So, like, do they want to get rid of a young person and kind of leave themselves on the outs? Like, how do they really feel about Tina and Keith? Like, I don't know. But Yeah. We also kind of got a weird, um, well, I don't know. So, based off of Tina's comment, the plan to vote Mitchell was not originally the plan. So, my theory is that Colby said he would only vote with Tina and Keith if it was for Mitchell. Mitchell. And not Jerry. And not Jerry. Yeah. And then we also saw kind of like a weird scene with Jerry and Colby where Colby's very much like not making her any promises and then out of nowhere says he'll go to the end with, with her and Amber. If she says that she'll do that. And then she kind of pulls back. She it's like a laughs about it. Yeah. Situation. But anyway, there's another tie because no one would oh, get yeah, their sorry. vote. Mm-hmm. And Jeff's like, okay, well... You know, this then means that we have to see who had votes at previous tribals. And so instead of knowing, or maybe I guess for dramatic effect, he just decided to ask them. He was like, Keith, how many votes have you had in the past? And Keith's like, none. And he's like, okay, Mitchell, how many are you? And he's like, one. He's like, okay, Mitchell, you're going home. Which is the most, it, I think it would have been a very dramatic moment if anyone knew who Mitchell was. I mean, Hannah and I were talking during the episode. We were like, okay, who's Mitchell? Like, we still we still don't know. He's like this tall, lanky dude. It's episode he's, four. He's not bad looking. His tribe's not that big, and yet we and still... And they win a good amount of reward challenges. We still don't know who he is. We did have a, like, a little hint that he probably didn't make it to the merge because we were like, we we know the rest of the people here. I'm pretty it confident can't be Mitchell. that Ogacore... Starting next week, it must be, starts kicking butt because... Because the majority of that tribe does make, you know, final four, five, six. 
Yeah, because if I remember correctly, it's pretty much those people from Ogacore and then, like, Elizabeth and Roger make it pretty far. Mm -hmm. I want to say they make it to final five. I feel like it's Tina, Colby, Keith, Roger, and Elizabeth in the final five. That's what I, I think. Alicia's definitely on jury. And Amber's number six. I'm Amber's pretty sure. Amber's on jury, too. Yeah. I, I know Jerry goes before Amber, because mm-hmm. I remember Amber being all, like, depressed for some reason, mm-hmm. because everyone makes bad choices sometimes. And Scoopin's med-vacked. Mm-hmm. And then and Nick doesn't make it very far. Which would make sense, because he's right. pretty strong, and I'm sure post-merge and he gets voted out. Jeff probably leaves before Alicia. I don't think Kimmy makes it to the merge. Thank God. I don't know what happens with Jeff. But yeah, he leaves. But I'm invested in Jeff in this, ep- in this season. I love him. He's funny. Yeah. Alright. Um, so. But yeah, so Mitchell goes home. End of story. Ta-da. Who would you have voted out? Jerry. I would have voted out Mitchell. Well, I, I know your qualms with Jerry. I just don't appreciate Mitchell's little speech. If he really is as weak as if he says he is, he's not helpful. In that tie, mm-hmm. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. But my thought is, someone who I'm ambivalent towards is still better than Jerry. Keith wouldn't be getting my vote. He didn't need votes this time. That was rude. It's between Jerry and Mitchell. Yeah. I would not vote for anybody else on that. Yeah. And there you have it. Do you have a favorite quote? Um, mine came from Tina at Tribal. She said, I didn't come here to starve myself and defeat the elements just to keep the weakest person in reference to Mitchell. And I felt that because... Which is so funny because she was he, nice about it at first. Like, yeah. this wasn't my plan, blah, right. blah, blah. And then as soon as he made his speech, now she's like, oh, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he fell on his sword. He's like, yeah, vote me out. You know, I'm, I don't care anymore. Which makes so much sense to me coming from the winner of the season. Like, I don't want to play with this person. Mm-mm. They suck. I respected it. Mm-hmm. What about you? Mine was from Jeff Varner. <laughs> Towards the beginning, he said, I really want a chicken. I'm not above snatching it out of the other team's arms. <laughs> I love Jeff. I love him. And I, I believe him. Oh, yeah. He and would. he'd laugh about it, too. Yeah. He'd give him that, like, charming smile. If I'm on the other team, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> you can have the chicken. <laughs> He's so cute. Like, he is. I just like him. I like him a lot in this season. Okay, so with that, I have some birthdays. All right, May 8th, we have happy birthday to Jenny Guzon Bay from season 13 and Brad Culpepper from season 27 and season 34. May 9th. Oh, it's also Mother's Day on May 8th. Hope you guys all said happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Um, May 9th is Janu? Tornell from season 10, sorry if I butchered that, and Jamal Shipman from season 39. May 10th is <laughs> Bobby John Drinkard from season 10 and season 11. We also have Mick Tremaine from season 19. We have Andrea Bolke from season 22, 26, and 34. Love her. And then we have Elise Umemoto from season 23. And R.C. St. Amour from season 25. May 10th. It's the day to be born. It's also my mom's birthday. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, May 11th, we have Sydney Wheeler from season 18 and Julie Wolf from season 22. Then May 12th, we have Charlie Herschel from season 17 and John Cody from season 27. And to finish out our week, because there's no, no more birthdays, on May 13th is John Paliak 
from season nine. Happy birthday to you all. That That wraps us. So I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thank you for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram Back Up for Grabs and Twitter Back Up for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.